Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Healthy Living Interview Series on Radio and Podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and we have a fantastic guest today in Sarah Smith, who is the editor-in-chief at Prevention Magazine. I'll introduce Sarah Smith in just a moment, but quickly, if you missed any episodes, last week was our 721st episode in honor of Pride Month, when our topic was gender, sexuality, and the fairy tale. Pride Month is a big deal for us, and we spoke to Smithsonian Associates, Dr. Sarah Cleto, and Dr. Brittany Warman about those subjects. Two weeks ago, I spoke with Dr. Jennifer Dill, Urban Studies Professor and Planning Director of the Transportation Research and Education Center, known as TREK, at Portland State University. We discussed all things e-bikes. Excellent subjects for our Not Old Better Show audience. And if you missed those shows, along with any others, you can go back and check them out, along with my entire back catalog of shows, all free for you there on our website, notold-better.com. You can Google Not Old Better and get everything you need to know about us. <laughs> Editor-in-chief at Prevention Magazine, Sarah Smith, is our guest today. For 70 years, the Prevention Magazine has been a leading provider of trustworthy health information, empowering readers with practical strategies to improve their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Prevention Magazine recognizes that everyone's plan to wellness is unique. What our audiences here on the Not Old Better Show love, and me personally for that matter, about prevention's award-winning content is more than just factually accurate and up-to-date. It's also written in friendly, jargon-free language that provides real-life context around complex information And this truly helps our Not Old Better Show audience make important decisions about their health. We need that, especially today. Sarah Smith and I will be talking today about her inspiration as Editor-in-Chief, how Prevention Magazine caters to our 60-plus age audience, as well as many other audience demographics here on the Not Old Better Show, and the role of research and evidence-based information in the articles and content published in Prevention Magazine. We want our healthcare information honest, timely, and well-researched. But we are going to talk about a whole lot more today on the Not Old Better Show Healthy Living interview series on radio and podcast. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast Prevention Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith, Editor, Prevention Magazine, welcome to the program. Thank you, Paul. It's great to talk to you. I uh, I mentioned this to you. I'm a subscriber. Um, uh, my mom, who's 92, is a subscriber. Um, my wife reads the magazine. Really just very inspiring stuff. But let's start with what inspired you. Right. Thank you. I'm so glad to hear that you and your family are subscribers. That makes me so happy that, you know, there's a range of people out there who are reading it and read it a long time. And there are a lot of people out there who have been reading it a long time. So we have a real responsibility to them, which is part of why I love it here. Um, yeah, I've actually been an editor for 25 years, always at service magazines, you know, the ones meant to help people with mm-hmm, some aspect mm-hmm. of their lives. And I spent many years at women's magazines and parenting magazines, which, you know, to people who don't read them. Um, sometimes sounds a little fluffy or easy, but I'm, as you, I'm sure know they are, they are not. And they are, um, the, these are magazines that always have been ones where 
the editors really care about their readers and they work so hard to impress and surprise and help them. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just so proud of the work I've done with my colleagues at those places over the years. And one of my favorite parts of that was the really great health reporting um, that we've done at these kinds of big magazines, because it's a huge responsibility to bring you know, the very best advice to a very large audience of people. And I think the stakes are even higher than ever now, given the vast amount of information floating around out there in the world. So, you know, when the job of prevention became available, I really wanted to be part of it and lead the team that could cut through that noise, you know, help bring people good information in a compelling way. So it's really readers, you know, like like you and your family, my mom who'd read it a long time, that that inspire me and keep me um, you know, really engaged every day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you. I love the site too, the website, prevention.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really enjoyed the print edition of uh, the magazine. And I note that on the website, you know, some of the headings are health and beauty and fitness and nutrition and life, subjects that we talk an awful lot about here on, on our program. And I wonder if you'd tell us a little bit about that range of topics and kind of how that fits into your mission and and vision for Prevention Magazine. Prevention has been around since 1950, and it's always been forward-thinking, expert-focused, you know, and today we're open-minded about wellness and we're serious about science. So, you know, we're the health and wellness brand that isn't just going to tell you what's good for you, but why that is, what the research says, what the experts have seen, what people have experienced. So our site is a place where you can get solid, well-researched answers to your health and wellness questions. And, you know, as we know, health and wellness, it's, you know, it's not just an ache in your back. It's your whole life. It's your mental health. It's how you feel. And it's, you know, physically, emotionally. And so we really try to tackle all of the questions that people are Googling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then our, our magazine, though, it, it also will answer your questions. It's more of a place where you'll find out fascinating things about your health that you might not even have thought to ask yet. So we're just here everywhere to help you live your healthiest life, your healthiest life in, um, you know, whatever um, area. Let me say that part again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're just here to help you live your healthiest life from inside to out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, And you do such a great job of it, too. You know, my audience, of course, the 60 plus age community, we seem to relate. We are searching Google for health related topics all the time. And you really seem to provide a great focus for my audience, but you do a great job for the other age demographics too, younger readers. And so how how are you finding that that's all kind of coming together? It is definitely in my opinion and certainly in my family's opinion, but what what are you doing to make sure that really remains appealing to this big wide swath of community? Right. There are a lot of people out there that we want to be able to help. So, I mean, first of all, I think it comes from believing that wellness is for everyone, that good health advice transcends our age. Um, I also know that our devoted over 60 audience are generally people who think of themselves as maybe a little younger than they are. <laughs> um, you know, so we, and I, I would bet you, you, you might be one of those people <laughs> that inside <laughs> there's an age that's not quite the age that you, that yep. you are today. Yep. Um, and you know, so we don't we don't act like or think that aging is bad or something to be sad about. I mean, I hate that whole idea. So I, you know, I think that comes through in our positive coverage of you know 
whatever the subject of the day is. Because, you know, we, we do, of course, take care to make sure our articles reflect where our readers are in their lives. I mean, we, we aren't likely to do a workout that's got a ton of up and down, you know, from the ground to standing. And, um, you know, we'll do, we'll do one that focuses more on balance maybe than six pack abs because balance is so important, especially as you age. So we're, you know, we're aware of all of that. And we're also know that, you know, our readers are smart and have seen a lot of the world already. So we don't talk down to anyone. And I think younger people appreciate that too. Um, and I think we do, uh, a good job keeping the mag, the look of the magazine, um, and the site modern and the writing lively because, you know, like good health advice, that's something everybody can appreciate. Um, and so when people find us because they care about their health, my hope is that nobody thinks that's for my grandmother or that's for my granddaughter. You know, if you're a curious person and you want to be healthy, then, then I think we're for you. And I hope, I hope that um, feeling that we all have here comes through in, in the way we write. Yeah, I really think it does. Uh, that sentiment, you know, we're here for you rings. I, I, you know, I've got three of the most recent editions of the print magazine. I've got April, May, and June in my hands mm-hmm. for 2023. And they're beautiful. The covers are attractive. They're they're so colorful. This does not look like your father's Oldsmobile. You know, this looks like right. it really is Thank an attract. Yeah, it's really great. And so I wonder if you talk a little bit about the covers because, you know, June, um, and we'll put links so that our audience can find a, a lot about you, Sarah Smith, as well as prevention and, and the website and so forth. But this cover from June is, mm-hmm. is your brain okay? And so I wonder, mm-hmm. talk about some of these popular topics that that you really find or, or rather find their way onto the covers and why, why those resonate so much. Yeah. Brain health is a very important mm-hmm. and popular mm-hmm. subject for us. You know, I, I think as we get older, especially, I think the fear of losing our brain function gets bigger and bigger. And you know, I'll say that for a long time, you know, this was seen as inevitable and honestly, too depressing for magazines like ours to cover. A lot of people really avoided it. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. But that's why I wanted to really lean into it at prevention, along with the fact that there is a lot of research and hopeful research happening out there. And our readers have really responded to us, you know, acknowledging it head on that this is something that we're worried about. And we can, we are talking to the best researchers out there and they have really helpful things to say about what's normal, what's not, what to do if you start to notice, you know, problems. And, and, you know, it's just, we don't want brain health and Alzheimer's and dementia to be something that people whisper about, like they used to mm-hmm. about cancer, right? It's like, we have to talk about it. It's the only way to continue to get funding for it and to, um, you know, to, to, to change this. So that's a really such an important topic for me. And I think that the, is your brain okay question is something that we all kind of have in the back of our brain. And so we put it right there on the cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another, you have April, you said too, and that's walk yep. away stress. And I will just say <laughs> yep. that we... Our readers cannot get enough of walking, and I have learned that there is an enormous amount to say about how good it is for you and how to get more out of it and how it's honestly changed people's lives when they really commit to a walking program. So we, we cover it a lot, and I've, you know, we've all really come to enjoy finding new things to say about it because there, there always are. Um, and we also actually host 
a virtual 5K called the Walk for Wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on October 7th this year. And we've been doing it actually since before the pandemic, a virtual event. Um, And, you know, we get thousands of people, thousands of people sign up. There's this wonderful sense of community that all these other people from every single state are out there also walking, reaching a goal, taking care of yourself. Uh, So that's that's another um, area that I think really galvanizes people in a very different way than brain health. Although walking is very good for your brain. Yeah, most definitely. Um, the walking issue was was really popular in, in our household. But I'll tell you this too, Sarah Smith, the, the article that you wrote uh, in April about sleep was one that – because I'm kind of that guy – in our family. So I tabbed that and I gave that to yeah. my wife to read because she has a difficult time sleeping. And so, mm-hmm. you know, walking, exercise, getting the right amount of rest, assistance in knowing how to get the best sleep, all of this stuff really ties together so well. It does. There's a lot of um, interlocking pieces to having good health. I think that um, holistic, uh, looking at it holistically, your body, your mental health, it's really valuable. And so we, we try to do that to come at things from a lot of different angles so that people can feel like they're, you know, they can take whatever steps make sense for them now, but it's all going to support, you know, your better health overall. We are with Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith is editor of Prevention Magazine. Around since 1950, a great magazine. We'll put links so that our audience can find out more information about Sarah Smith, her magazine, all these fantastic covers. I want to ask you a little bit about, because we've talked about health broadly, May is Mental Health Month. And I wonder, what are the themes around mental health that you just think are so important, irrespective of whether the May issue is out or not? It is, and it touches on great mental health-related subjects, too. Mm-hmm. But what – you know, these are tough times for people with regard to mental health, isolation, loneliness. All of these really um, impact my audience uh, you know, to a large degree. And so I wonder how you're thinking about mental health, even in months – down the road beyond May and Mental Health Month? Yeah. One thing I'd like to share is that we have named 2023 the year of making noise. Um, And what we mean by that is that we are highlighting areas of health and healthcare that we think, you know, need, you know, an extra spotlight shown on them so that people can, you know, help others help themselves. And one of the um, year of making noise articles that we, um, have. It's actually in our June issue, but that comes out in May, you know, so that's sort of how we thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's on the barriers to getting mental health care. You know, I feel like we're, we're seeing a lot that people are saying that, yes, mental health matters, you know, get help when you need it. Um, there's still stigma around it, but I think that's fading in, in a lot of communities. But the truth is, it's still complicated and expensive to get care, um, especially when you're hurting and you need it most. So, um, that's that's a really important story that we did on sort of this like systemic issue around mental health care. But the truth is, you know, we also try to just look at all topics from a lot of angles. You know, we have 
mental health on our minds a lot. And it comes up in walking stories, you know, uh, in stories on tips for going to see the doctor. You know, so many stories have a mental health element. And I think that's important that it it comes up throughout, you know, that it's normalized that we are talking about how whatever is happening to you affects your mental health. Because I think just think the more people can say, you know, oh, I, I, I need I need support. I, you know, I'm dealing with this. The, the more support we'll all get and give each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do believe that the support is important. The other thing that, that I love, frankly, so much about Prevention Magazine is this orientation towards evidence-based information and, and science and the, the credible role that science plays in both mental health and he- health and wellness in general. So I wonder if you'd talk a little bit about the role of research and science and evidence-based information across all of Prevention Magazine, because there are just some really some great, great articles that aren't just someone's kind of anecdotal thought. This is evidence rooted and, and based. I'm, I'm glad you asked that and that you feel that you've noticed that about it, because mm-hmm. I think it's central to what we do. Um, even when we cover wellness type topics, like acupressure, cupping, or softer topics like hobbies that are good for you. You know, we we pull whatever evidence there is. We When we explain if there isn't that much, we talk to people who study it. Um, and, you know, our articles are absolutely rooted in evidence-based research. You know, anybody online can do a story that aggregates what everybody else on the internet is saying mm-hmm. about Ozempic or whatever the mm-hmm. topic right. of the moment yeah, is. Right, exactly. And I find that there's a lot of repeated information that's not necessarily right that happens with any topic, but happens a lot with nutrition and weight loss and things like that. There's like these tropes, but we, we try to, you know, actually talk to trained nutritionists, doctors, doctors don't get a lot of training in nutrition. And so we find the ones that, that have sought that out. Right. And we just, we just try to be very careful and not follow any of those things off a cliff, you know, plus we have a fact checker, um, Mm -hmm. which is rare sometimes in the world these days. And um, she's, uh, you know, terrific and sharp and helps um, everyone, writers and editors, make sure we're reading studies properly. And, uh, you know, she likes to remind everybody not to just read the abstract, but to read the whole study. Um, And, you know, she helps us see the big picture, too. So I I feel like there's a lot of attention paid to um, what are we covering and why are we covering it? And is this this new information? How does it fit into the context of all the other information about a particular topic? You know, there's a lot of studies. You'll see a lot of articles out there. New study says X. And we will only do those stories if there is something actually new. Because there's a lot of research out there that is meant to be supporting of something that we already know. And that's great. And we should have scientists doing those stories, but we don't have to cover every single one. We want to cover when there's something, um, you know, special or deeper to say. It really speaks so highly of you that, that you have a fact checker. I mean, that's almost a bygone term in some ways, but I think it gives our audience this sense that the information presented within Prevention Magazine is accurate and balanced. Yes, I agree. I think it's important that, um, yeah, it's, it's not something I have found a way to put on the cover. Everything inside fact checked. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could. Right, right, um, but, right. but I, but I we'll hope help. that as people read it, yeah, yeah. they, uh, you know, they, 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 they can get the sense that, oh, this is carefully, this was carefully written and edited. Mm-hmm. 
what advice would you give to somebody who's just kind of beginning their journey towards a healthier lifestyle? In addition to reading prevention, are there some good tips that, that you can share? I mean, kind of be a reporter for, for I mean, I, I know that you have that background too. And so give us the Sarah Smith take on, on what that journey might look like for some of our audience. Well, first I would say good for you. You know, that's, if you're, if you're taking any steps for yourself, you deserve that for yourself. Um, and then I think you've got to think about the the why behind your journey, you know, and then focus your decisions on that, you know, because nobody can do every perfect, healthy thing all day, every day. Um, so I, I would say, you know, you start small, you know, you want to get in shape, don't go to the gym five days a week this week, go for a walk, <laughs> you know, and then maybe, you know, find a set of weights next week and find a YouTube video, right? If you're worried about your heart, you think about one food you can add to your diet that's going to help it, you know, salmon or something, you know, and, and, and think about adding to your life rather than subtracting from it and think about doing it slowly because it's all about long-term and longevity here. Mm-hmm. So maybe take your crystal ball out a little bit and tell us about, you know, what we can expect, uh, over the course of, you know, next year, because you mentioned that 2023 is, is going to be the year of, uh, say it again, so I get that correctly. The year of making noise. Yeah, yeah. That's and great. so, you I know, we've that. covered things like um, why there isn't enough diversity in clinical trials. We've covered menopause in the workplace and how that's so ignored. And it really, you know, people really need to be more open and discuss it. We've never been scared of talking about menopause, you know, and it's, I'm glad that more people in the world are now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that was something that, uh, that was one of our making noise stories. And you're going to see stories upcoming on gynecological cancers, which are on the rise, but there just isn't enough knowledge about them. Um, there just hasn't been enough research and, uh, and also on public health, why there's a growing distrust in it, which is, you know, distressing, but understandable in some ways. So those are some of our like making noise stories, but, you know, we also do, we're, you know, we're covering all the things. It's also stress and fitness and sleep and all, you know, all your everyday things too, the way that they, the, all those small steps you can take to, to better your health. It's all in there. We pack it in. <laughs> you do. Um, but other, I, w- I would love to also tell you that, you know, prevention, you know, at 73 years old has mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. a lot of lives, right? I mean, the very first issue, and I love this, was all about polio, the whole issue. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was still years away from the vaccine. And you know, it was a terrifying time. And so, you know, the, the magazine really dived into it and had all these amazing experts talking about what they think is going on and what's the future. I mean, it was wonderfully inquisitive and, um, you know, and hopeful and, and, and interesting people writing in it. And I think it's been forward thinking all, all its history. I mean, in the 70s, they suggested there should really be a seal for organic products. Right. And nobody was talking about organic products except in a small community. But, you know, there was this bigger magazine was was talking about that. And of course, it was decades later that that, um, you know, that came to be. But, you know, so there was also there's been you know, so it's had a lot of lives. And I don't know what people will say about, you know, my era, but I do, you know, hope that we are indispensable to people, you know, that people know that they can trust us, find value in what we offer. And, you know, I think that really comes from being, uh, you know, our really wonderful editors here being attuned both to what people 
want to know right now and, and what we can discover about what they will need to know tomorrow. So I, I don't know what all that's going to be, but I, I look forward to learning it so that I can share it with everyone. Yeah. Again, um, I'm a reader. Um, the magazine is, is kind of must see reading in, in our house. We, we, we look forward to getting the issues because they just are packed with such great stuff and they're, they're very readable. And I think that's also something that I really find it is so important because it just lends itself to being, you know, it, it's not, it's never, never do we feel as though we're being talked down to. Again, there's a heavy orientation towards science and, and evidence, but it's just good, solid information and it's easy to read and then talk about in our family. That's great to hear. I'm glad because I we we do, you know, put effort into making sure that it re, it's conversational. That it's mm -hmm. something that you know we want people that we know to to read. You know, everyone who works here are very you know smart, fun, curious people, and we just want to share it all so much. And so I think um, I'm glad to hear that it that it translates. That our enthusiasm for it you know translates. You have a lot to be proud of. So congratulations on, on this great work, of course. So tell us a little bit about the, the website and how that kind of fits in with the print edition and what you've got, you know, kind of plans uh, for it in terms of, you know, almost lending itself to a deeper dive, perhaps, you know, when somebody reads the magazine, maybe they can go online and these are just, you know, I'm just guessing at some, some roles in future growth and development areas, but tell us, give, give us the right answer. <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> I, that's, I think you're, you're right on. I mean, one of the interesting things about our site is that we, um, we really focus on things that we, we spend a lot of time focusing on things that we know people are searching for that we think we can give good answers to, you know, like what, what does this symptom mean? You know, what, why do I have this rash? You know, what does a bug bite look like? You know, all of these just really important health things that are part of your everyday life. And then, you know, I have this little team of people and they interview all the best people and they write it and explain it. And so that people can always find us when, um, whatever their health issue is, but they, and my team is so wonderful at this and they and they, um, and they learn so much every day that they're, they also now, they really want to grow and expand that kind of like, here's your basic important information into these deeper dives that you mentioned that we do have some room for in the magazine. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll do longer stories, but the magazine has limited pages and they're small, you know, small size magazine. So, and I just think this, this incredible team of editors is just bursting <laughs> with stories that they want to do more of. So we actually just the other day had this incredible meeting where everyone brought like, what could we, what could we do that's bigger than, you know, answering the Google type questions. And they, I mean, there's so many, there are so many good ones. And one, actually one of them is, is um, very much the kind of thing you talk about, about, um, you know, age better now, like why is our mm -hmm. life, what mm -hmm. has made our lives better mm -hmm. now as we, um, you know, past 50 or, or whatever. So that's, you know, that's going to be a fun one. We're doing one on um, uh, memory care, um, you know, when, when someone needs to go into this. So there's just going to be some really great um, deep dives coming up. And I'm really excited about that because, um, you know, I think that's some of the best work we do in print. And now it's going to, and th those are always the print ones that start in print. They always 
live on our site, but now we're going to have even more. So there's going to be just so many fascinating things to read. Well, Sarah Smith, editor of Provincial Magazine, our guest today, thanks so much for being generous with your time for this great magazine. Congrats again on all you're doing. And I'll just put this right out there right now. We'd love to have you back Uh, for all the reasons you just mentioned, plus all of the great things that you're doing and can share with our audience specifically. But thanks for your time today and uh, have a great rest of your day. Again, congratulations. Best to you. But but please uh, consider coming back at some point. Thank you for having me. I would love to come back and talk about any of these things or new things. So uh, thank you. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Sarah Smith. My thanks to Prevention Magazine Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith. My thanks to the wonderful Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show. You will find links to more information about Smithsonian as well as more information about Sarah Smith and Prevention Magazine. I encourage you to check all those links out. But my special thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience here on radio and podcast. Please be well and be safe. And let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Thanks, everybody. And we will see you next week.